Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of you. Appreciate you. Love you. Let's do our very best as much as within our possibility to make it happy. So let's not just trust the year to do it. Let's do what we can to make it happy. And I'm going to start off by smiling. Go ahead and smile. It takes more energy to frown than it does to smile. Let me look at my online audience. Give you them cheese and them teeth. I'm going to smile. It's okay to smile. And so we're going to at least... We're going to start off the new year in church, in the presence of the Lord, and we're going to put a smile on our face, and we're going to see what happens from then on out. Amen? All right. They're going to roll in a just a uh, little, uh, what we call a new year video for us to watch together, and after that, we will get right into the word of God. So I'm going to have them go ahead and go back. refer to that as our new year prayer and uh having uh, said that and us watch that i'm not going to pray before the sermon we're going to go right in so let's get our bibles in our hands amen i think jesus is calling it's on the main line tell them what you want repeat after me this is my bible I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. 
I will have what it says I will have. I'm a part of Deliverance Temple where we love by living our vision every day. We connect with our creator continually. We confess our deliverance consistently. We commit to serve creatively. We communicate Christ's love compassionately. Father God, feed me this word. Amen. And if you believe it, you can go ahead and make noise in any way you desire. Praise the Lord. Those of you who are online, you find a way to make noise where you are. But we are believing God as always. All right, so I want to start off today with the title of Same Me. Same Me. Somebody say Same Me. Now, um, we've, we've all heard the idea of if you want things to be new, you can't be the same. We understand that idea. But I want to flip that idea on its head just a little bit. I want, I want to change it. And as we get through it, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. Because I believe sometimes we set ourselves up for failure. So I want them to uh, put this uh, slide up. New me in 2023. Somebody say new me in 2023. That rhymes. It sounds good. Let's say it again. New me in 2023. But I, the question I have for you, but what if it's the same me? What if I don't get a new me? Is it, am I going to fail if I don't get a new me? And many times we believe that I got to have a new me in order to be blessed. But the question I want to know is, can God help the same me? And yeah, that's the answer. Yes, yes, he can. He can help the same me. So we're going to talk about not so much being new. We're going to talk about being the same. Now, what we're not saying is that you don't need to be better. We all could do better be better, and I even challenge some of us to do more if we can, but what I don't want you to do, I don't want you to set yourself up for failure and try to be so different and so new in the new year that you fail, and then by the time February comes wrong, you're depressed because everything you've set, all the resolution you set, you're then all bottomed out, but what we know about God, God can bless us if, if we don't get none of our resolutions right. If I don't lose the 10 pounds that I want to lose, God can still bless me. If I don't uh, save like I want to save, God can still bless me. It's not saying that we shouldn't do better, but we're not going to put so much emphasis on a new me. God worked with the same old me. The same me. God, can you bless the same me? Can you touch the same me? It, it, it'd be good if I could be a new me, but what if I don't make it? What if the new me doesn't arrive till June? I need you to help me the same me. I need you to bless the same car I got, because I don't have money to get a new car. I need you to bless the same car. I, I can't get a new wife. I need you to bless the same wife. I don't get no new kids. I need you to bless these same kids. So God, can you bless the same me? Thank God for a new me, but God touched the same me. 
All right, having said that, let's, let's look at uh, just a definition of same. Really simple. Identical, not different. Identical, not different. So there, there's a song that uh, they used to sing that says, it's talking about being saved. It basically says, I looked at my hands and my hands look new. I looked at my feet and they did too. It rhymes, but it ain't true. When I got saved, I was still the same me. But God grew me into a new me, but it didn't happen like that. In other words, God is okay with the same you. And the reason why I'm saying that, I wouldn't say that to every congregation. But I'm saying that to us because you've been working at it. You've actually been putting the work in. You've actually been coming to church and reading your word and giving and, and forgiving and loving and, and, and uh, working on saving and working on investing. And so what I'm trying to tell you, Deliverance Temple, I'm not, I don't think that you gotta be some brand new, new spanking you. God gonna bless you for what you've already done. What you've already brought to the table. How you've already done what you've done. God is saying, I'm, I can do something with the same you. Now, you might need to get a new wig and a new weave, but it still be the same you. Maybe need some, some new clothes, but it's still the same you. So learning how not to put so much stock in this day, January 1st and January 2nd, and learn how to trust the process. God, however you bless me, whenever you bless me, I'm ready because I put the work in. Now, if you haven't put the work in, let's start right now and start putting the work in right now. But many of you have already put the, the work in. How do I know that? Because you're here. You're smiling, you're praising, and there's folk you could be mad at. There's folk you could be holding grudges with. There's folk that you, let me be honest, there's some folk right in the same church with you that you could be mad at, but you done buried some stuff, you done let some stuff go, and you're moving forward, and I'm believing God going to bless the same you, but he's going to do it in a new way to show you, hey, because here's the thing, if you always put work in, and you never get any results, then what happens, you start getting depressed, and you get ready to give up. So God is letting me, uh, telling me to tell y'all, I'm going to bless you after what you've already done. In other words, God, God's going to do some new stuff for you in 2023. But some of the stuff that shows up in 2023, it has nothing to do with 2023. It has to do with 2015, the seeds you sowed way back then. That, it's stuff that you sowed that you didn't already forgot about, that God has scheduled for this year, and it's going to show up in this year. And I don't want you to give this year credit for you. I want you to realize that it is something you've done a long time ago. And some of the stuff you're going to do in 2023 is going to show up in 2027. So you, you are working in advance for what you've already done. Because you've been doing some good stuff. This is not a beat you up message. This is a message to let you know you've been doing some good stuff. So keep on doing it. So somebody say, same me. Same me. Now, once again, let me say it before I move on. We're not saying that we don't need to be better. We all need to be better. We all can do better. We all can grow in the new year. We all can, maybe we all can lose a few pounds or cut back this or do this. We can all do things better. But just because that we're, we can do things better doesn't mean we haven't already done some good stuff. There's people in your life that forget what you've already done. Now, one thing, we, we love our children 
especially our teenage children, but they have a way of when they want something new, forgetting what we've already done. I, I want the new Jordans, mommy. It's okay, but take care of the ones you already got. Uh, wear the same Jordans you already have before I buy you some new ones. Clean the same room that you already in before you work on something new. In other words, take care of some of the same stuff and then that lets me know you're ready for something new. So that's what God is having me tell you. So let's give us some uh, synonyms of same, um, alike, duplicate, carbon copy, twin, indistinguishable, interchangeable, unchanged. If some of you, this isn't, this isn't for everybody, but if some of you walk into 2023 unchanged, you're going to be okay. Because you've done so much work in the previous years that who you are, who you are presently is good enough for God to bless you. Who you are right now, who the husband you are right now. Yes, you could be a better husband, but the husband you are right now is good enough. The person you are right now is good enough because you've been doing the work. Can you do more? Yes. Everybody say, I can do more. But that's not the focus today. The focus is not about you doing more. The focus is thank God for what you've already done. The seeds you've already sown. The love you've already given. The tears you've already cried. God can bless the same you. All right. Let's, let's put point number one up and this will bring it even home more. Change is powerful, but sometimes there's also power insaneness. Nothing wrong with change. Change is powerful. People focus a lot of change in the new year, but my focus today is there's also power in sameness because sometimes sameness is simple and change can be difficult. So so let, let, let me give you an example. You, you may not have the money to buy a new house. But you can rearrange the furniture in your same house and have a new experience in the same house by just moving the couch from one side to the other and pulling out the dusting thing and dusting some of your same stuff off, shining it up and making it look good. You don't always need something brand new to be blessed. Give me a perfect example is looking at me right now. This suit, I haven't worn this suit in about two years. And I uh, pulled it out the closet. I said, I think I'm going to put it on. And uh, so I wanted to get it clean. But what my plan was to wear it the last Sunday of the new year. But I forgot and left it in the cleaners. And so I was like, I'm not going to be able to get it out until the new year. And then I thought, I'll just wear it on the, the new year. This is an old suit, but I'm wearing it in the new year. But it don't look like it's old. You got to learn how to dress up what you already got. The same stuff, make it work. That same marriage. No, you ain't getting no new husband, no new wife. Work on that same marriage. Work on that same car. Work on that. And guess what? You ain't getting no new pastor. Get you stuck with the same pastor, the same church. And guess what? It's okay. You don't always need change to, 
to be better. It would be nice to have a bigger flat screen TV. It'd be nice to have an 80, but you can still watch TV on the 65. It'd be nice to have a Mercedes, but you can still drive in the Toyota. So learn how to enjoy the same thing and not always think that something has to be new. New is not always better. In some cases, new is better, but sometimes new is not always better. Sometimes new is harder. Have you ever got a new position on your job and wish you stayed in your old position? Because the new brought a whole bunch of new stuff. So sometimes when you rush to grab new, sometimes you, you mess up. So you got to learn how to enjoy sameness. Not, I'm not saying that there won't be anything new in 2023. There's got to be something new. But I don't want you to psych yourself out and think everything got to be new because God's going to bless some of the same stuff. All right. So let's look at Revelations 2, 4. When you, when you get into Revelations, it's, it's very interesting the way it's laid out. Uh, the first chapter is the revelation of John seeing uh, Jesus, the resurrected Jesus. When you get to chapters 2 and 3, he talks in the seven churches of Asia, and he gives them all a whole bunch of things that they could do better and some things that they are doing well. So when he gets to this church called Ephesus, he has a certain critique about them. So we're going to, to read this. He's already told them the good stuff. But here we're going to start with the critique. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. All right, verse 5. Remember, therefore, from whence you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. So he was challenging them. He was correcting them. Because they had compromised. But where they compromised is they had left their first love. So he didn't tell them to do anything new. He said, go back and do the same thing you did at first. The perfect example of that is when marriages are struggling, one of the things you have to learn how to do is how did I get you to begin with? How did we fall in love to, to begin with? Well, we dated. We spent time together. Well, now that you're married, you allow life to run you so raggedy, you forget to do what you did at first. So sometimes you got to go back and do the same things you did before. It's been 15 years since you opened the door for her. So do it again. It's been 20 years since you brought him a plate. Go back and do some of the same things. And you find out there's nothing wrong with your marriage. You're trying to find a new solution. But what you really need to do is go back to the same things and do them over again. So God said the same thing when it comes to our Christianity. Sometimes we're always chasing a new revelation. And sometimes you need the same thing. Just go back to what you did before. Love me like you used to love me. Pray to me like you used to pray. You, you, you don't need a new revival. You don't need a new touch. It's nothing wrong with having a revival and a touch. But sometimes the thing you're missing is you're not doing the stuff that you used to do. Go back and do the same thing over. And you'll find out there's power sometimes in sameness. All right, let's, let's give us point number two. Somebody say this. Say same words. This is powerful when you think about this. So every week, I'm using the same source material. I'm using a Bible 
that is thousands of years old. I don't get no new Bible. I got to use the same words. But somehow, you keep coming even though I'm using the same words. Because somehow there's power even in the same words. Some of the verses I've read, I've read them before. Some of the things I've preached, I've preached them before. Some of the analogies I use, I've used them before. Some of the stories I've told, I've told them before. But just because they're the same don't mean they don't still have power. There's power sometimes in the same thing. And so, uh, just, uh, I haven't started yet, but just last week I finished reading the Bible through in a year. And so this is the first day of the year I'm going to start again. I'm not going to read anything I didn't read last year and the year before. And I don't remember how many years I've done this. I've been doing it over and over, reading the same words. But guess what? I get more each year than I did before. Each year I find something that I never saw, even though I'm using the same words. I know I done read it before, or maybe I, maybe I fell asleep when I was reading, or maybe, maybe I checked out, because you can read, and just because you're reading don't mean everything's getting in you. And I listen to audio books. It's, it's because I'm on the go. When I say I read through the Bible in a year, I'm not physically looking at it all the time. Sometimes I'm looking at it. Other times I'm playing it. But maybe I spaced out while I'm listening to it. So the next year, when I'm reading the same words, they, they're even still great. They're, they can be still great even though they're the same things. So understand the power in sameness. Do the same things. Go back, basically go back to the basics. Do the same thing over and over and over again, and you'll find out there's power sometimes in the same thing. Now, it's not that we are not ready for new. We're always ready and expecting the new, but we're not tricked by the new. You know, uh, even marketers, marketers will sell you the same product, but put it in a different package and make you think it's something new. Now, me and my son, Dylan, we differ from my wife, Draylen and Alana. Me and my son think it's nothing but a marketing ploy, but my wife, Draylen and Alana have bought in it hook, line, and sinker. So Twix has come out with new packaging called Left and Right. They believe the left tastes different from the right. Me and Dylan think it's the same old candy bar just marketed in a new way, just packaged in a new way. Now, I don't really know the answer, even though I Googled it and it looked like I'm right, but I'm not saying, you know, I'm just throwing that out there, Dylan. We're just throwing that out there. But, but, but don't be tricked by the new. The new shiny. Sometimes the devil will show you the new shiny. Let, let, let me, let me, uh, back up a little bit. I always pick on your Android folk, but let me pick on this iPhone folk. The, the iPhone 14, it ain't that much different than iPhone 12. They, they, they change a few little things, but really it's the same. They just trying to get your money. And if you still have the iPhone 6, they'll find a way to make that stop working. To make you buy something new. 
Well, the devil will do that in your life. He, he'll make you so irritated with you that you don't feel like you're making any progress. But guess what? God can bless the same me. I don't need an upgrade. God can touch me where I am, how I am, and empower me. And then guess what? Once, once I'm comfortable with the same me, then I'm ready for a new me. So don't rush in. Let's, so let, let's give another, uh, scripture. We, we're, we're going, we're going to be quick this morning. Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. How often? Day and night. All right, so did it say that, that he was supposed to get a new book? No. But he had to use the same book, but he had to meditate in it day, day and, night. and night. But let's see what the Bible says is going to happen if he meditates in it day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have Good success. Wait a second. The key to, see, not all success is good success. But the key to good success is getting that same old book, use them same old words, but meditate in a day and night. Because what really it is, the word is seed. And so what happens is, even though you are using something old, there is pregnant power in the word. And when you meditate in it day and night, the same stuff, the same word. And, and I've told you before, I'm the pastor, so it is very good for me to read through the Bible every year. It's good for me, so I know exactly what I'm telling y'all. But God may not ask you to read through the Bible every year like I do. You may have the same old verses. Maybe it's something that you already know, but just meditating it over and over. Maybe just write something you already know, but put it before your eyes like, uh, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Put it on your dash. Put it on your mirror. It's the same words, but it's got new power. God can take the same words and cause them to be pregnant with power and purpose, and you meditate day and night, and guess what? You're going to have some good success. Not always new success, but Good success. You know what? I, the older I get, I, I, I grew up being an extrovert, meaning I was always extroverted. And then at some point, I believe I was an ambivert, which means I was both extroverted and introverted at the same. But the more I grow, the more I'm introverted. I don't really want a whole bunch of new friends. I don't want to meet a whole bunch of new people. I, I have a hard time trusting the ones I got. Let, let me, let me keep these folk. And so sometimes when I get in new places and I'm meeting new people and they want me to hand out my business card, I get to thinking, I really don't want all these folk calling me. I want to love the same folk I got. Cause I don't have the mental capacity to be a great friend to all these people. So let me stop fooling myself. I don't want to be bothered with all these folk. I want some of the same folk. Now when God brings somebody new in your life, you know he makes connections. 
But some of y'all think you just have to jump into something new. I got to get on this team. I got to get on this board. I got to join this sorority. You was a Delta. Now you an AKA. Make up your mind, sweetheart. Stick with the same stuff. Work on the same things. Maybe if you work on some of your old relationships, they wouldn't be so bad. Work on some of that same stuff and grow it. And then you're ready for new. When, here's the thing. When new comes and it's supposed to be the new for you, you know it. I, I have, uh, I have my eye on a new Cadillac and I got my eye on it in right around 2021. Why did I not get it in 2021? Cause I couldn't afford it in 2021. Why did I not get it in 2022? I couldn't afford it in 2022. But in 2022, I put a down payment. Just in case in 2024, I can't afford it, then I'm going to grab it. But if I can't afford it, it's okay. My same Cadillac still works. I'm not going to get in debt chasing something new. Because I learned I make the vehicle. Because if I'm not happy, a new car can't make me happy. Yeah, it can make you happy for a few months, but when the payments come and when the kids drop fry, French fries in the car and then you, you, then you're driving on musty pothole streets and, and then you have to start paying stuff. Sometimes that new becomes a burden. So what I'm saying is nothing wrong with new, but learn how to enjoy the same until God brings the new. Right now, you're single. You, I know you want somebody, but learn to love the same you. Can't, can't no man, can't no woman come and complete you. You need to be completed before they find you. Because when y'all get together, y'all need to build together. But if I got to build you and complete you, you wasting a bunch of time. So if you're single, work on being the same you, the best you that you can be. Go ahead and just enjoy you. Pull out some of the same stuff out of that closet. Put it on. Wear it and be happy. And sometimes it'll help you do some new things because you pull some stuff out of that same closet and you realize I need to lose a little little weight to get back into that same dress. Now you have a goal and the goal is not to impress anybody else. The goal is between you and God. I'm not trying to get pretty for nobody else. I'm doing it for the same me so God can bless me. And then when the new comes, I'll be ready. So all I'm saying is God can bless the same you and he'll get you ready for the new. Don't chase the new. Let the new come to you. I like how that rhymes. Let the new come to you. Don't go running after it. It'll, it'll come and when it comes, it'll be right on time. Last night we talked about delayed but delivered. It'll be right on time. All right, here's point number three, and this is the last point. Somebody was like, whoa, don't expect this every Sunday, but this is the last point. Here's the powerful principle. Whether or not it's the same me, he's the same God. See, the power of the principle I'm teaching, the reason why I've been going back and forth, because I don't want people who need to do better not to do better, but really this is the point I'm trying to get to. The power of knowing I can still be the same me because he's always the same God. And if he did it before, 
he can do it again. If he, if he stepped in my life before, he can step in my life again. So my, my stock and my hope is not in the calendar changing to 2023. My hope is not in a new calendar, a new year, a new month. My hope is in the same God. Because God is so powerful and so awesome, he's able to trump the same me. In other words, until I'm ready to embrace the new, he knows how to work on me where I am. He meets me at the point of my need, but he never leaves me where he found me. And I'm okay. I don't have to rush and be better overnight. I can allow God to take his time on the same me because he's the same God. Having said that, what does that mean? Let's look at Malachi 3, 6. I am the Lord, and I do not change. That is why you descendants of Jacob are not already destroyed. This chapter is often commonly known as the tithing chapter, but it really wasn't about tithing. He was correcting his people. And so before he got into his full correction, he made the statement that I'm the Lord. I change not. And then he throws this in. He said, that's why you descendants of Jacob are not destroyed. Before we get so excited about a new year, Remember, the only reason why we made it to the new year is because the same God didn't allow us to be destroyed. Because, yes, I've done a lot of right things, but in the process of my life, in the process of 2022, in the process of when, whenever, we've done some wrong things too. We done made some blunders. We done done some stupid stuff. Some of the debt we had, God was warning us not to even go in that that way. But it was because of him we weren't destroyed. It was because of him that things didn't take us out. So when I get into a new year, I'm not focusing on the new year, but I'm focusing on the same God. Because the only reason why I get a fresh start to another 365 is because he's been so consistent in my life. He's been faithful when I've been faithless. He's been consistent when I've been wishy-washy. And yes, I've been focused the majority of the time, 90% of the time, 92, 93. But that 7%, that 5%, that part of it as human, when we get depressed, the thoughts that we will think, the thoughts that I've thought about, Forget this church. I love y'all, but y'all need to find another pastor. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Yeah, those thoughts come through my head, but the only reason why they don't stay in my head is not because of me. It's because the same God encourages me and reminds me, you can still do this, and reminds me to keep pushing forward. Something happened to me the other day, and it was just a flash, but it it reminded me of how, how people get tricked. And, and it reminded me of the faithfulness of God. I, even though I've gone through things, I love life too much to really con contemplate suicide. So I've never been a person to contemplate suicide, never in my life. But not too long ago, I, was, uh, I had my gun and I, I was shooting it at the range and uh, just dialing it in and just, you know, just kind of having fun with another pastor and was shooting at the range. And so then uh, I had put my, uh, my gun, I put it in my front seat. I hadn't got a chance to put it in, in, 
put it up and hide it. I have it in my car, but I always have it hidden. But the, but the other day I was riding and I glanced over at my uh, uh, gun. It was in its case. It wasn't out of the case. But in that moment, I just had the thought, what would it be like if I pulled the gun out and put it to my head? And I was like, wait, wait a second. That's a wild thought. I kept on driving down the road. But then later on, God had spoke to me because uh, th- then that, that guy, DJ Twitch, he ended up uh, committing suicide. God showed me, he said, those little small thoughts that don't stay in your mind long, that I rush out, other people, they don't get them rushed out. They, they get planted as seeds. And later on, those things keep flashing back in their head. And the next thing they know, they think it's a good idea to do something like that. So the reason why I didn't do it is not because I'm so special, but I serve the same God. And here's what's beautiful. Not only do I serve the same God, he's the same devil. And he has the same tricks. And since my God has already defeated him, there's nothing new that he can do that will surprise my God. So when I laid my gun on my front seat, the devil already knew while I was driving, he was going to try to plant a thought in my head. But God being the same God already defeated the same devil. He already knew how to step in. And make sure it was just a fleeting thought because he's the same God. And I don't know. I don't have time thinking nothing like that because I know God can make a way. I know God can bring me out. I know God can fix it up. I know God can work it out. Yes, your divorce was hard, but the same God that was with you when you got married is the same God that will walk with you in the divorce. Yes, you are struggling right now, but the same God that was with you when you had a job is the same God will be with you in the unemployment line. He knows how to take care of his people. He's the same God. And while we change, he doesn't change. He still holds the future in his hand. He still holds the stars in the sky and the sun in the sky. And he still knows you by name and he still has plans for you. The same plan he has for you, he hasn't changed. And guess what? Life changes and new years come. But the same purpose he has over you is still set in motion. He doesn't change it. He told Jeremiah in the, uh, in the belly, I knew you in the belly. I knew you when you were embryo in your mama's womb. And I ordained you to be a prophet to the nation. In other words, before you broke out and hit oxygen from the outside world, I had already put a destiny over your life. And the same destiny God had on you when you was just in the seed of your great-great-granddaddy, that thing will come to pass. The devil can't stop it because the same God that has spoken over you, he's able to bring it to pass. Two more verses, then we will close and take communion. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. I'm so glad I don't have a new Jesus, a wishy-washy Jesus. But he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So guess what that means? When I do blow it, and I blow it royally, maybe I'm trying to 
embrace the new year and I fall fat on my face, since he's the same as he was yesterday, that means he's the same as he was in the past. But in the past, he died for my sins. So guess what? In the future, he ain't tripping over my sins in the future because he already died for my sins. He already paid the price. So when I fall flat on my face, he just gets down there and picks me up because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But what happens is when he keeps coming to me as the crucified Jesus, it makes me want to think I don't always want him to be in my life as the crucified Jesus, meaning I don't want to always be doing wrong. I want to receive him as the resurrected Jesus. I want some things to turn around in my life. So God, thank you for forgiving me, but I'm ready to do some things better with the same me. I'm getting up and I'm trying again. I'm going to do it again. And this time I won't fall. This time I won't fail. I got the same God and the same Jesus and I'm going to be okay. Be all right. The Bible says, says this, and I, I don't have it in the scripture. It says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your mortal bodies. We ain't talking about your heavenly body. It says it dwells in your mortal bodies, your human body. The same power that pulled him up out of the ground. And you got to remember, I know it ain't Easter, but you got to remember they rolled the stone and closed him up. But God brought him up. Out of the ground with power in his hand. And the Bible says that same power, it works in me and it works in you. I may not see it right now, but I got the same power. I got the same Lord. I got the same Jesus and you're the same devil. And I'm going to triumph over you one way, one how. It's going to happen. Some way, somehow, I'm going to make it happen. But it don't have to all happen on January 1st. I got time. I got time to be everything that God wants me to be. I've been thinking about cutting out sugar for two weeks, but I ain't doing it today. I don't know when I'm going to start it, but today I'm going to enjoy. Hebrews 13, 9, last verse. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Now here in Hebrews 13.9 from the New Living Translation, it basically says what I've been trying to say the whole time in a better way. Don't be attracted by strange new ideas. Yes, we're in a new year, but don't, don't, don't get tricked by a bunch of weird stuff trying to be spiritual. Some of the most spooky people in the world is spiritual folk. Ooh. I'm praying for you, Pastor Andre. Get back. You scaring me. You strange. No, no, I, I can go back to the same stuff. Yes, I, yes, yes, I've had to do a lot of funerals. And yes, I'm still grieving for my father. Yes, but I got the same verse that I've been using before. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Well, I'm going to throw sage over your shoulder. No, no, you can take that sage on somewhere. Well, I'm going to burn some incense in your house. No, keep all that strange, spooky stuff. I don't need all that new stuff. I got the same God, the same Jesus, the same words, and I'm going to make it out. And even though I talk about it, I'm actually doing okay. I have moments 
but all together. Look at my TikTok. You let you figure out I'm doing okay. All right. So read, read, read that verse in its entirety and then we'll close. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace. Wait, you mean your strength don't come from a, a rhyming saying in the new year, new me in 2023. I'm going to do me in 2023. I'm a she, she, and a he, he in 2023. My strength, that's not where my strength comes from. My strength comes from the same place it always comes from. God's, God's grace. grace. Then, then, then this. They'll bring it back up. You read the entirety, and I'll, I'll give a little context to the entirety of the verse. When they bring it back up, just read the whole whole verse. When they bring it back up, read the the whole verse. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace, not from rules about food which don't help those who follow them. All right, so many, many scholars don't know if Paul actually wrote Hebrews or if it was another writer. But in the New Testament, the problem they had was the people believed in Jesus and his resurrection, but they were trying to put the old laws back into a new era. And so they had all the, the laws about this, that, and the other. Of course, you couldn't eat pork. You couldn't do stuff. And so this writer, whether it's Paul or somebody else, is saying, just trust God's grace. Don't trust some new rules. And so so in the new years, people always come up with some new rules. Well, you, well, you got to do that. You know, God ain't going to bless you unless you go on the Daniel fast. No, God can bless me eating. God can bless me shopping. God can bless me vacationing. God can also bless me fasting. God can also bless me consecrating. But I'm not trying to reach into a new thing. And here's the reason why. Because when you do that, then you start getting into works Christianity instead of grace Christianity. And then you believe what you did is the reason why you're blessed. But you're not blessed based on what you do. You're blessed on based on who he is and his grace. So... Trust God to see what needs to be better in 2023, but don't flip out. Don't stress yourself out. I believe if you just keep doing what you've been doing, you might end up being okay. Some people are going to be convicted. You cannot do what you've been doing because you've been living so foul. I don't know who that is, but it's not for everybody. What God is telling me, the majority of the people in Deliverance Temple, you can just do what you've been doing and you're going to be okay in this year. Amen. Somebody say, sing me. me. Somebody say it this way. Say, Lord, Lord bless, bless the same me, me. Until, until I'm ready and you're ready for the new me. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. They're going to bring our communion graphic up. And I'm asking you to hold that graphic there for a moment. And those of you in the seats, go ahead and just open, uh, both get the bread out and open up the drink so that when we do it, we can do it uh, expeditiously. All right, what we're going to do, we've done this before. I'm going to read the entire passage. And at any time, you can take the bread and the wine. You don't have to wait till it says it in the passage. 
wherever you feel prompted in the the spirit, go ahead and take of it as we read. And then after that, we will do our prayer. But it's always in remembrance of our Lord. So 1 Corinthians 11, 23 reads thusly, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Verse 25, in the same way. I didn't even realize that was in the scripture. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. If you have not done it yet, go ahead and do it now. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Dear precious Father, we thank you, we praise you, we love you. What's so beautiful is that you're the same God and you're working with the same old us. But with you on us, you make us better than we could ever be. And we give you praise for it and we love you in Jesus' name. And let everybody say amen and amen. Hold on just a second here. God bless you, uh, live stream audience. You guys can go ahead and take them off.